Hey everyone, today is Wednesday the 14th of February 2024. This is The Gap episode 696. Ooh. I was going to say 966, but that's, that's, that's a while away. A little while. Um, a I'm with Laurie. Job Gilroy's here, and it's Valentine's Day, Job. Oh, uh, yeah. What'd you get me? Uh, some, some garlic bread. Garlic bread? Did you not get it? No. Oh, okay. Another... Well, h- half of it somewhere. <laughs> oh. oh my God. He's cramming it in his mouth right now. I'll find the other half somewhere. It's, it's fine. We'll be on this way. What brand garlic bread is it? Oh, like Coles. Like, oh, yeah. Real bad Coles. Yeah. Real bad. <laughs> like the, the black and white brand, home brand. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They've got like a, there's like two Coles brands. Yeah. It's the, the cheapest one. Right. Nice. <laughs> the one that was like a dollar a stick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice. What'd you what, What'd you have for dinner? Uh, I made penne arrabbiata. Ooh, um, spicy. Yeah, it was. It was spicy. Nice. I was going to use my chilies at home, but they were still. They, they haven't turned red yet, so I'm waiting for them to turn red. Oh, yeah, they're arriving. Um, yeah, they're quite quite large. These ones. I don't know what's going on. Um, you have to get us around for chili. You got to make chili with your chilies. Hmm. I made well, I, I, a burrito out yeah. of leftovers. Okay. Yep. That's leftover what? what? Um, leftover Malaysian curry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's my theory. My theory different cuisine. Is, okay. You got rice. <clears throat> you got some sort of meat filling. That's it. It's a burrito. You got a burrito. That's that's all you need. Uh, you got a burrito wrap, obviously. Yeah, you got a burrito. You can just have a naked burrito. Just don't even need the wrap. Well, you could do, but I was worried that there wasn't enough leftovers for if I didn't package it up as a burrito. Package something up as a burrito, it looks like way more food mm-hmm. than um than just a naked burrito, I reckon. Uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, I got some. Uh, I got a. I got some a PSA. Public service mm. announcement uh, that I wanted to share with everyone uh, before this week, week's episode kicked off in earnest. Uh, I was cooking a spaghetti earlier this week, and I managed to uh, see. I freeze the mints right in like flat squares i get like a medium freezer bag and then i put 400 grams of mince in it and then i squeeze it really flat and then i put it in the uh in the freezer because you can stack like fucking two kilos of mince in a in a space about the size of fucking like a ice cream box or something you know like mm-hmm. it's a great space saving technique right it also allows it to defrost a bit quicker which is good when you forget to get the mince out uh, and, to, and and it's time to make dinner. So I'd uh, forgotten to get the mints out, as always. And uh, I did all, you know, I got it out, did all my prep work. It's kind of bendy a little bit, but it's still not defrosted. I'm like, oh, I ain't gonna fuck. Uh, it's time to go. It's time, it'll, it'll defrost in the fucking, in the pan. We'll be fine. So I put it in, in, the, uh, in the big Dutch oven that I'm cooking my spaghetti in. And... Uh, I'm like, I just put the lid on, let the heat 
like sort of defrost a little bit and then I open it up and it's it's sagging real bad in the middle. I'm like, oh, good. And so then I grab my, uh, my wooden spoon and I just crammed it into the middle of the meat because I figured it would yeah. punctuate straight through and like fold in half and everything would be good. Instead, what happened was it slipped and, and landed flat on the uh, bottom of the pan and all the fat that I already rented out of the mince and all the oil that I'd already put in there sort of squirted, I guess, out up the side of the Dutch oven and onto my face and into my eye. And uh, I got to tell you, this is not something you want to do. Uh, under no circumstances do you want to squirt a bunch of extremely hot oil out of a pan and into your face and into your eye. So uh, I immediately, you know, obviously I go and, you know, jump in the shower, waterboard myself for about 10 minutes. Uh, and yeah. The house burns down while this is done. <laughs> well, you know, it was still fucking frozen. So it was, it was we, we were okay. We were okay. I wasn't, you know, we were okay. Anyway. Um, you know, blah, 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 yada, 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 fucking trip to the emergency room, uh, four hours to have someone test my eyesight. Oh, a good half an hour sitting there with a, uh, I don't know what it's called, but like, it's a little fucking needle, right? It's a little plastic needle and it's connected to a bag, of, a liter bag of saline. And then I just had to perch over a sink and point this little fucking needle a millimeter away from my eye because it didn't have any fucking water pressure and uh, hold my scalded eyelids open with my other hand and then squirt my fucking eye for about 40 fucking minutes. That was, uh, that was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. And Sounds like a, a sore, um, right? What do they call it? Like a test, test a game? Yeah, a game, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, oh, hope you don't have fucking shaky hands, Job. Hold this next to your fucking eyewall. Also, hold your scalded eyelids open. It was uh, it was pretty dope. I have actually traditionally been pretty bad with eye stuff. Like, I, in horror, and like, you know, I could never really mm. fathom the idea of doing contact lenses or anything like that. Like, the whole thing makes me made me want to fucking, like, wretch. But uh, I'm actually over that now. I have um, spent like the last two days uh, putting a cream into my fucking eye because uh, these damage to the cornea. Uh, so uh, I need to put this cream in the eye, in my eye, to fix it. I have like to do rub that it for on, or do you like drop it on? I have to like and then like rub your eyeball. I have to like open my eyeball, uh, like eyelid so that you can see the red part and then I get this little fucking the little tube and then I gotta put it again millimeters away from my eyeball and then I gotta squeeze it on so that there's 1.5 mm. millimeters of stuff and then I gotta fold the eyelid over it and then right. hold my eye closed and uh fuck. is it like Vaseline like Vaseline it's it's some yeah it's, it's slimy yeah. it's definitely slimy yeah it's it's not great. And then I'm sliming up the rest of my face because, oh, the other fucking stitch up, right? At the hospital, they did not care at all about the rest of the burns. They were just like, oh, yeah, eye stuff. 
it was like a blessing and a curse, right? Because I walk in, I'm like, oh yeah, scald, scalded my face with hot oil, uh, and some of it got in my eye, and now I've got like really blurry vision in my eye. And they're like, oh, oh shit, okay, fair enough. And it was like fucking battle stations. It was like, all right, fair enough. This is how you get seen immediately at the emergency department, right? Mm. Go in there with with some eye shit, right? But the uh, yeah, the flip side was. Like after sitting, like, you know, after squirting my eyeball for 40 minutes and after sitting there waiting to see an ophthalmologist for two and a half hours um, and after seeing two different ER docs, uh, I then like, when one of them came back, I had to grab her and I was like, hey, should we do anything about the burns on the rest of my face? And they're like, I can get you some burn cream. Like, oh, so you guys, you don't care about that? And they're like, well, no, you're okay. But don't uh, be a little bitch, Job. Stop being, yeah, stop being <laughs> a little fucking wiener. There are, there are other people in this hospital with fucking problems. Actually, the reason it took so long to see the ophthalmologist was literally as soon as, as, soon as I'd finished emptying a fucking bag of saline into my eye, uh, this dude comes in. I'm sitting back out in the waiting room to see the ophthalmologist, and this dude comes in, and he's got his his eye closed, and he does not appear to be having a good time. And uh, they're like, "Oh, what's up, mate?" And he's like, "I got I got glass in my eye." And I'm like, "Oh shit, fuck! All right, I think he wins this battle." Joe. Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess the ophthalmologist can see him first. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that was some shit. I'm like, "All right, well, that, that puts it in perspective." Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, after that, after all that, but um, yeah, the real fucking stitch up was uh, when I was waterboarding my eye and myself. Um, I, I was kind of only getting the left side of my face. I wasn't getting the right side of my face all that much. And the oil on this side in the cold water sort of just congealed. It didn't wash off. And so it congealed over, like, in my beard. And later, I was, like, a bit itchy because I, I had burned skin. And it scratched my face. And the oil caked off. It looked like giant chunks of my fucking skin coming off. Uh, and it revealed <laughs> this, these big fucking red welts underneath my beard on my right hand side. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I, I completely biffed it on that, that sense. So now I've got like joker scars coming mm. across my... Two-faced. Yeah. Two-faced? Yeah. Two-faced, yeah. Like a, a wombo combo, two-faced joker. Um, but yeah, anyway. So uh, yeah, do not scald yourself with hot oil. Look, stick to microwave dinners. Stick to microwave dinners. Yeah. I made pies. the spaghetti the next night, so straight back on the fucking horse. Mm -hmm. Straight back on it. No fucking slowing down. It was good spaghetti nope. too. Uh, anyway, that's it. That's uh, Job's horror story of the week. Nice. Good times. Let's talk about some games. Let's do it. We got a few here. Hmm. Um, I thought we would kick thing things off with an old familiar friend uh, known as PUBG because we've been playing a little bit of PUBG recently. We haven't oh, yeah. really talked about it much. Yep. 
Um, yeah, I've been playing the last few months. You've been jumping in as well. Yep. And uh, yeah, we've had a, a pretty, you know, usually once a day, you know, a couple times a week, we're jumping in to play. Um, getting back into the swing of things, I'm finding right now. I'm still lost on occasions in terms of like <clears throat> what I should be doing. My aim sucks like a lot of the time. Mm. And then I'll have a game where I get like 10 kills um and that sort of stuff but it's uh it's definitely starting to get back to on like a a stroll we're not at, i'm not at the point where we were like where we were winning like 60 percent of our or whatever it was like back in the day where we win like 50 to 60 percent of our games yep. yeah we're winning like 20 30 20 to 30 percent of the games about 25 percent maybe right um like i'm just looking at the stats now and over the last 20 games we've been in the top 13 sorry the top three uh about 10 or 11 times and we've won like six in the last 20 games so it's, it's not too bad mm. it's it's sort of getting back in there um for me it's like trying to figure out the recoil patterns again for all the weapons and that sort of stuff um obviously my like sniping has taken a big dip because yep. just not used to the quickness of that again and like trying to figure out uh distances is a huge pain in the ass like i used to know all the notches on the sights right and where i'd need to aim to sort of now i just fucking shoot and just hope it hits somewhere near yeah and then figure out if it's like close enough or not um and go there but yeah it, it's uh having a lot of fun with it they've um i don't know like the my biggest problem with that game is still the wildness of the design decisions they put in where like each map is sort of like its own set of rules and then you play another map and it's a completely different experience because it's yet again another set of rules and just trying to figure out like does this map have these weapons or like where is everything (laughs) does it have scopes this this map's got buy stations and you pick up coins this other map is like smaller and the circle goes quicker and it doesn't have certain like yeah like you said certain types of scopes and you're like just trying to figure all that stuff out is just i don't think it's a great way of doing it. and it's something we've complained about all the time mm. i just don't and they keep on doing it they just every time they release a new map they add something weird that changes up the gameplay and i appreciate them like trying to think of new ways to keep it fresh mm. but i think having game mechanics that are isolated to a specific map is not the way to go about it because yeah. then it just like it's it's so confusing to new players or even old like i'm an old player and i still get i still don't know the fucking what's going on most of the time because specific things are just there and sometimes they're not it's crazy that vikendi still has its dumb like respawn system when they actually implemented yeah. essentially the apex version of the respawn system yeah, yeah. Uh, on the other good maps, uh, it's the worst thing about Vikendi to me. Is, is there the, a, is 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 that still the um like the where you go fight other people? Yeah, yeah. You go. They to still have that. I've not seen the that shitty at all. version of the fucking the uh, gulag. The gulag, yeah. yeah. But it's a much worse whereas, version. Whereas the other maps have like this recall, the the blue chip system where you can go pick up blue chips and do like just put that across all of them. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Right, like it's. It just seems really, I don't know, like they, they must know. Well, they must know, right? That it's the better, 
system because they've implemented it onto four maps, Aaron's right? Erangel, right? yeah. Miramar, Tago. Is it on Tago? No, I, I don't think know. it's not on Tago. It's on Destin. So on three of the maps, though, on three large maps. So why not do it on fucking Tago and, and Vikendi, you know? Yeah. It's just so odd. It's like, I, I would love to know how they come up hmm. with their their rule set. I think it's like, a dartboard. It's got to be. It has to be like a board, a giant board with like, they, they stick the fucking, the dart and all the mechanics on the dart and they throw it and oh. it hits a map and they're like, well, there you go. Right, That's where it's cool. going. And like... <laughs> When they were pulling it out, one of the one of the bits of paper fell to the ground. They're like, I guess that one doesn't count. Yeah. And they pick it up and they're like, oh, it's the respawn mechanic. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. In the bin. Yep. Off you go. Yeah. I guess you guys are getting a new <laughs> car. Electric car. <laughs> so they put this electric car into, um, or an electric bus or something into one of the maps. And it makes like very minimal sound. And it's really hard to sort of distinguish where it's sort of the direction it's coming from. At least I, I can't. Right. Because I, I also struggle now with audio with that game and like trying to figure it out. Like I've got to get one of those apps that amplifies certain things or mm. like, because I've got to turn my audio up like as loud as it can go so I can hear fucking anything in that game. Yeah. And then turn the comms right down so I don't hear everybody yelling. Um, but like we had, we had one game where that, that van rocked up. Uh, well, three of those vans rocked up did not hear any of them. Like fights just started and all of a sudden most around were like, where the fuck did these vans come from? And they just jumped out and started murdering us because you, I, well, at least I couldn't hear any of them. Mm. Um, just weird. Like to me, that is such a bizarre decision to add something that's such a, a pivotal part of the gameplay. Like moving around in vehicles is something that um, is quite a big necessity in that game, <clears throat> especially when you're trying to get around. And by having it make no noise just means you've sort of got a, a huge advantage yep. um, on the people that have like found themselves a location that they've got to be in or, 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 or like found a spot where they need to hunker down. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just bizarre to me. Does it like, give you an advantage or does it simply mute the advantage a little bit that those people already have? Because if like, if you're watching your fucking quadrants properly, then... They shouldn't have yeah, been able but, to come up on you, right? The teams that I played with, Job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, We're special. Mate, uh, yeah, I've I've played Helldivers 2 with them. I already know. <laughs> um, no, like, it's just, like, you, someone will be like, hey, there's a van coming up. I can see it. We start, like, looking at that van and two other fucking yeah. electric cars rock up on other angles and we're like, I didn't even hear those cars yeah. get out and they're like 50 meters away. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So just that sort of stuff where uh, you can very easily jump into a car and we usually do that. Like we'll grab multiple and work our way through, try and land it a, a, into a compound or something and, and um, take different angles. But at least the people in there know where the direction the cars are coming from. They can prepare and set up. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I just think that stuff like that needs to be thought out a bit more. But uh, oh, and the other thing is like the currency in that game is just wild. The the stuff outside of the main yeah. plane of the game, the you know the battle pass system and all of the different types of coins and co like I just don't understand any of it. You open up a crate and you get some sort of imprint 
I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with these imprints. Yeah. You gotta like craft them or something. And I'm like, well, I just spent all these crafting materials to to buy a crate. And then I had to like spend crafting materials to get a key. And then I open it and I get an imprint. And I've got to spend some sort of other currency to make the fucking thing that I just got. Like, dude, why, why are you making it so difficult? And then there's like a a themed event running and they've got certain coins with certain crates and it's just all over the place uh i just it needs to be simplified uh and just make it like <laughs> like it's working so well in other games don't copy the call of duty approach because that's a piece of shit yep. um right now and, and uh i guess we can get into that when we talk about hell divers and the way that they're handling their battle pass but i think there are just such better battle pass systems out there um that do it a lot better either with the the free sort of tier and then the premium tier or you have your one tier where the you know the free uh stuff is on the same track and and that it's uh you know if you want to buy stuff then you go buy it um yeah or something like diablo where you can you know buy it's the one sort of track and uh it's got the free and, and premium tier on the same thing or you can buy the upgrades and whatever you want to do so i don't know um PUBG's is just a mess at this point it's i remember like, when i was go- getting back into it i looked into it i looked at it for like fucking i don't know five minutes I and i was like asking all yeah asking all these questions of fucking heathy because he appears to be like a professor in it and i just couldn't i couldn't get my fucking head around it and i'm just like all right i don't give a shit about any of it like i'm done i'm like i'm never gonna look at it again <laughs> Yeah. That shit's gone. I will look at my crates because it comes up with a little fucking blue square in the top right corner and shows me f- fucking bananas. So I will get rid of those. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, I do not give a fuck about this battle pass shit. And it's worked out pretty well for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I thought I'd just mention PUBG because it's been a while since we've talked about it, but we're still obviously playing it and they uh, keep, keep rolling out your patches. Yeah. Yeesh. Um, all right, let's keep going here. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I've been playing a bit of this. Um, the demo, that is. Oh, yeah. Full game is out, uh, I think, end of the month. End of the month. But we, we talked about last week. Uh, they did the PlayStation State of Play, released a playable demo. Um, I jumped in and had a run through. Um, quite a disappointing, to be honest. I, I went to um, play it, just to clarify. I, I said I was going to play it, and I just wanted to update listeners with what happened uh, i went to play yep. and uh, my playstation told me i was out of disk space and i'm like all right too hard basket see you later i'm gone i'm done uh do you have a um m2 drive attached to it no oh, okay yeah that that disk drive is a it's a problem it's like ridiculous. it's yeah. i don't even have that much on like installed like no. it goes to tsushima uh, it's like four games God of War, Last of Us Part 2, and Spider-Man 2. And that's it. That's all this fucking install. Right. So I got one of these M2 drives during like one of the Amazon Prime sales or something yep. like that. It was like a hundred and something bucks um, for a couple terabytes. And so now what I do is I sort of move stuff across to the ter- the, the drive, M2 drive. Yep. And anything that I'm not playing sort of goes over there. And anything I'm sort of I'm actively playing stays on the the playstation disc and it doesn't take long to move it's a couple of seconds right um but some of those games are quite chunky if it's like a nba 2k it's like a hundred and something gigs so i just that goes over or like if it's god of war or or, uh spider-man like 
I finished that game, but if like somebody were to come around and they wanted to see it, I could just sort of move it back to that drive yeah. and just be like, here you go, it was fucking Spider-Man, it's cool. Um, yeah, I think like that disk drive is a, uh, a problem, but I think they'll probably rectify that with the next PlayStation Pro thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway, uh, I reckon. definitely recommend checking out a, a M2 drive if you've got it because it's going to, it helps so much. Yep. <laughs> Having like two terabytes on there as opposed to 500 gig or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, is that the, the default 500? I think ish. Or is it 800? No, it's like not. Yeah, it's 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 a terabyte. It's a one terabyte, but the yeah. OS takes OS up like and apps and shit. Twenty gig, I think. Yeah, uh, I can't remember one of them. The Xbox, I think, might be even worse, like two fifty or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, you get even less. Just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I uh, yes, I did play this. I installed it. Um. But yeah, a bit disappointed uh i don't know like i there's some stuff in there that's still really good i like the combat system the action combat um your i think there is two different ways you can play it like there's like a active mode and like a classic mode go full um like turn-based right yeah yeah um this one is so the final fantasy 7 remake slash rebirth combat is um a lot more action focused like some of the other final fantasy games have been released and so you are doing combos on enemies and as you're doing that you're building up your your uh ability bar and you spend those bars to cast spells or do actions within the game with other characters um and while you're sort of selecting those things the game slows down into like a um a it's sort of like a pause screen, but it's not really pause. It's just really, really slow. Um, so the game is still actively moving, but your decisions in there uh, take a little bit of time. And so, you know, and you're not really impacting what's going on on the screen. Um, and it also allows you to like switch between other characters that may be in your team um, or quickly uh, look at their their spell list. And, and if they've got enough of the bar that they can use and they can uh, spend that, as an ability um or you can also like team up with those those other characters and do a special type of move and so um like it is very much different from the classic final fantasy 7 like turn-based sort of gameplay rpg stuff um so i like all that stuff i really like and enjoy uh it's, it's a lot of fun um uh it looks cool when you're 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 fighting and you're hitting things with your giant silly sword um and the presence presentation stuff is really cool it's the uh i don't know it looks it little dated i feel like there's moments where i'm like that looks fucking really cool like that whatever's going on up there is is really it's it's done really well and then you'll be running around an area and you're like man this is (laughs) what is happening here this doesn't look like a playstation 5 game like it was like it looks like a mid-gen PlayStation 4 game, which is kind of um, not not great. Considering like also, I recently just played through like The Last of Us Part Two and yeah. how fucking good that game looks, and that was in the last gen. That was a PlayStation two, sorry, PlayStation Four game, um, and playing it on PlayStation Five still looks amazing. But uh, yeah, so just like having that sort of comparison, or even um, I've been playing some other stuff like Horizon, uh, Forbidden, Forbidden West, and having those more recent or those games in sort of my memory and what they look like compared to this there's moments where i'm just like it just doesn't 
look great in certain situations when I'm like running around the area and like the the textures on the walls look really um, low res or there was a, a an area that I went into where it was supposed to be like barbed wire fence on uh, those like spirals on top of the um, on yeah, top of the fence. Wide. Yeah, yeah, and one of them was like literally just uh like triangles on top of these like spirals and then next to it was like the corner bit and they like they had left off the fucking triangles or some shit and it was so it's like a coil on top and i'm looking at it and it was like really it was a quite a low polygon sort of like spiral as well and so that's where i'm looking at. i'm like i think that's supposed to be barbed wire up there and then i went around the corner and looked at the other side of this fence and i could see the triangles and i'm like oh yeah it's barbed wire whatever's going on there it just looks fucking terrible but this doesn't look any better um <laughs> or just moments like that where you're it really sort of breaks your immersion in the game because there are instances where it looks looks fa- like amazing you've got these really epic sort of battles going on and you're um you know you're you're pulling off all these spells and then it'll go into like a, a awesome cutscene and then goes back into the combat like all that sort of stuff looks looks neat um there was a there was a fight where i'm like battling this giant enemy and he starts like crawling on the 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 ceiling and all of a sudden i'm having to like attack certain parts of this enemy's body so that i can knock him off of the roof um like all that is framed really well and then you get into the running around the open world and some of that just looked kind of just a bit out of dated so yeah um, yeah a little bit disappointing especially because like it's a game that is only on, as far as I'm aware, the PlayStation 5 this time around. Yep. It's not It's not being split across those two consoles like last time. And so I, I would have liked for them to sort of push it a bit more. But I think because they sort of started it on a split gen, like we have to make this thing work on a PlayStation 4. And then we'll go into like the second part of the series. And we've already fundamentally like sort of got that engine where we're at. And we sort of just got to keep running. I think they sort of shot themselves in the foot there. Um, there's a moment in the demo where you are like literally going through a cavernous wall to like get into the next area and it takes quite a while and I'm just like this kind of feels like a thing where this should have been there last gen to like load in all those assets and right. streamline yeah. stream all that stuff in but it doesn't need to be here because I, I specifically remember you talking about that stuff yep. in the in the last game um, in like one of the towns with the little kids yeah. and to like yeah and it got to this part and i'm just like why is this even here to like i i get that that stuff is put in there sometimes to stop players from going backwards um like i've heard devs talk about that but think of a more interesting way to do that or just fucking speed it up like there's no reason why it should take that long to get through there like it feels like i'm wasting 10 seconds um it's there's there's much better ways i think you can sort of uh design that and so there there's snippets of like weird decisions in there or like stuff that just feels really old um there's a part where i'm having to follow tifa at a certain point and the moment i go off like the main path i come to like a really slow walk and i can't run anymore and i'm like but i want to go explore what is up here but the game is like not letting me like look into that area i sort of have to be on the main path to, to keep running and so right um that was like a little bit jarring like i just kind of wanted the game to be quicker and more responsive and it's sort of not letting me run around and, and and check out the area like it seems like it's trying to 
force me to go do a certain thing as soon as possible. Um, and maybe that'll be different in the, the, the main game, but the purpose of playing this was that you can skip it um, when you actually play the main game because yep. it is a, uh, I guess it's a flashback. Um, it's a retelling of something that happened earlier in the story um, with a, a couple of characters, so Cloud and Sephiroth. Um, I guess their initial meeting or something happens during that moment in the story that sort of flicks him to the dark side. Um, and so the, uh, the idea is you can play through this and once it, wherever it appears in the main game, I guess you can just sort of just skip it and go through. Because uh, the thing I was talking about last week where it was like, what happens with all your gear and all your stuff? And like, how does that sort of work? Um, and I think that's sort of answered because it is, a flashback or yeah or, or like the characters are like narrating to or cloud is narrating to the rest of his team like what sort of happened and and who this character is and so i think that's how they sort of get around it um for me it'll be like whether or not that's the tutorial systems where they sort of are placed in the game and whether or not like am i gonna miss some of those things when they come to the main game or will it just sort of be repeated somewhere else and so um because it's probably like an hour and between an hour and hour and a half of actual running around um the the fights weren't challenging at all yep. um at least i didn't find them challenging maybe that's because I've, I've played the other games uh or this could be just really early on in the the main game um so yeah it, it, like i was sort of sort of underwhelmed like it never it didn't really show me anything that was in that trailer that we saw last week where it was just like what the fuck is all this this is bananas Look, all of yeah. this stuff that's going on um it just felt very like one note it, it, i feel like you're supposed to wow people when you put out a demo yeah. um and i think they did that with the first with with final fantasy 7 uh, remake with the way they did that demo I, I really enjoyed playing that uh and i was like holy shit this is really cool i'm fighting these giant enemies and running through this area um and this sort of just didn't do it for me at all so yeah a bit disappointing um but i'm still keen to check it out because I, I like the gameplay yeah well the gameplay the combat system um it's the other stuff that i'm sort of worried about uh i didn't know superman is playing fucking sephiroth uh the he, he plays in the most recent like wb uh superman uh so. what's his name um henry cavill no no it's uh tyler harklin naturally yeah he was in like um he was, he was in the most recent like superman and lois series but i think he originally oh, was on that guy. right he was on supergirl i think was where he first right. showed up yeah. and then did like i think uh some of the crossover flash stuff or whatever it was that they did um later on so he's been superman for a while yep anyway um he seems nice. fine That's a good i guess bit. yeah um anyway i guess we'll probably talk about more that game more you know in a couple of weeks hopefully it uh yeah is a much better but you didn't really pull me in right now well yeah the anyway. the, the demo will update like next week right as well oh okay I think early next week it's supposed to update with some open world stuff, so oh, it might be okay. worth uh, keeping an eye out. On Jumping it. back in, yes, yeah, maybe I can 
sort my hard drive space out. Hmm. Forgot what to delete. Um, okay. Uh, next up, we've got Skull and Bones uh, is in open, was in open beta over the weekend. Uh, did you check this out at all or not? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. You said you were excited to play it. Um, I was intrigued. I, I was intrigued. Not excited. <laughs> you were like, I this is intrigued. game of the year. You were like, this is game of the year when you went to fucking went and checked it out last year. Okay. This is your anthem, mate. Don't try and fucking force it onto me. <laughs> My anthem. This is your anthem. Yeah. Um, so I jumped in and played a couple of hours of, of Scully B. Um, we, uh, yeah, I'd already played this entire section uh, as I talked about last. Was it start of this year? Was it this year? Yeah, we talked about it. Yep. Um, and uh, I guess for me the difference was that I was I was playing uh, on my PC this time, completely you know decked out, good fast PC. Uh, it ran really well. I never had any problems with the um, performance on the game at all. Right. Um, I was running on like 4K, maxed out with everything. I think ray tracing, all that bells and whistles in there. Sure. Um, yeah, and it ran pretty flawlessly from what I've played so far. Um, that was sort of the main thing that I was I was checking out. Um, the other thing was mouse and keyboard, using that. Because uh, last time I played it, I asked the devs, like, what do you recommend? Like, mouse and keyboard or, or, or controller? And the, lady, the dev I was talking to, she was kind of like, I like to play with, uh, with controller, so you can check that out so all right cool so i played it with controller last time this time i was playing it with mouse and keyboard um and that felt fine as well like i didn't come across any issues while i was playing uh with it that way and i, I kind of felt it was a uh, quite a bit easier to aim which is nice and handy because you can really spin around really quickly to, oh yeah to they haven't adjusted your- that well no, they fixed be- it in warships and they fixed it in world of tanks world of warships and world of tanks right like because yeah people were abusing the fuck out of that shit right but and i guess in the battlefield games eventually well no the the difference is that like you literally can't shoot on like you've got to wait for a certain side to be able oh, to shoot right. it. like so you, i can look around you can't like you don't have like a mounted gun on your no. front that you can turn around and whatnot but you can get more situational awareness faster yeah yeah saying, right all of those like weapon placements have a specific area that they can aim and shoot in and so it's not like i can fire all my cannons on on one direction and just quickly spin around and shoot someone else um i I guess i could but uh it's not going to give me any i don't think an advantage gameplay wise right um because i'm technically still yeah doing the same thing uh anyway so yeah pirate game um i still enjoy the pirate combat in that game like i think it's it's fun it's the for me it's the running around stuff that's going to be the how Kill. interesting that'll be yeah i yeah. Just don't know if that's going to be compelling enough I, i've not seen enough of that stuff to to see how deep it goes but i i enjoy the pirate combat stuff i think it's a lot of fun um but again like it's hard to tell how deep that will go as the game progresses further like i know there's a really robust customization system a customization system like i've seen it all in there i've seen all the different weapon placements that you can get and different tools that you can uh, stick onto your boat and, and that sort of stuff but um yeah I, I just don't really know right now how challenging or deep that stuff sort of goes as you progress further and further into the game so mm. um the early combat stuff I, i've enjoyed sinking ships and uh doing silly stuff there's a lot of fun 
um you know you can be the pirate if you want to or you can go so go do trade routes and uh just try and sail around and deliver goods or go like steal other people's goods if you want to or not other people's but like other pirates or, or other ai in the game um i'm not really too sure how the pv if there is a pvp in the game or like how that works i'm assuming it's going to be kind of like the open sea area or like there'll be a specific area where there's pvp you can go here and do that there as opposed are, to just fucking I've, murdering people there are a bunch of different pvp modes uh but i don't think there's a zone right i don't think there's like a dark zone type thing hmm. uh what i think you do is you there's like there's a treasure map that you can find yeah and as soon as you pick up the treasure map or i think as soon as you activate the treasure map or whatever um, you are flagged for PvP. Anyone else can shoot you, uh, cool. steal the treasure map. Yeah. Then they're flagged for PvP and so on until someone gets the fucking treasure. There are other... It's like PvPVE, I think, in the end game type things where you're like trying to take over ports and stuff and whoever does the most damage to the port oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, will, will win and therefore get the port as their in their kingdom or whatever the fuck and so mm -hmm. you can team up with friends and and do that kind of stuff but i don't think there's anything quite like the dark zone or, or a a general open pvp zone no either yeah even though i do feel like a dark zone type section would actually fit pretty well in with this because everything i've seen it does look very uh division but the combat makes more sense Right, that's mm -hmm. that's kind of what intrigued me about it was, you know, what annoyed me about the division was it's a Tom Clancy game and everything you shoot takes four hundred bullets to fuck kill, uh, and that just annoys the fuck out of me, right? Because it's it's a Tom Clancy game and these are just humans. It it shouldn't it should just be one headshot. Type they have thing. armor though. Sure. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. You strip the armor. I do not give a shit. And uh, but in boats it's different, right? Like with boats, it's you know, yeah. It, it makes a little bit more sense that that kind of system mm -hmm. so yeah um yeah. anyway so like not too much to add from the last time i talked about this other than it runs it seems to run pretty well from what i played didn't have any issues uh with servers or anything when i was playing yeah. um yeah and i could see people running around and, and doing their thing so i don't know i'll have to check out more of that once it's released it's out uh real soon yeah um Push, I think it's this um, Scully B. Yes. Fantastic name. Great name for yep. it. If they called <laughs> it Scully B from the outset, it'd probably have a lot more hype. Yeah. Than it currently does. Oh, well. Yeah. All right. There you go. Um, and the last game we have on the list is Hell Divers 2. Um, this is a game we have talked about, or a series we've talked about before when it was a top-down shooter hmm. um now it is a third-person shooter <laughs> action game yeah, yeah yeah uh it is basically like um i don't know like starship troopers meets sometimes like terminator as well yep. just like shooting hordes of enemies um you launch yourself down to planets complete objectives in a certain amount of time and then attempt to extract with the resources and uh and money that you've accumulated with your squad intact 
Yeah. Uh, and you once you leave, you get uh, upgrade materials. You can go purchase new weapons or level up your ship um, or unlock new abilities. And yeah, there's that's the sort of gameplay loop. You are also... There's like a social aspect to it where um, other people in the world are sort of completing objectives and clearing out the map along with you. Um, but anyway, I, uh, I'll, I'll let you talk about this because you've played a lot more than what I have. Um, you've gotten much deeper into it. What is... I don't know, did I sum that up I pretty think, well? Like, I what think, else is there? Yeah, Starship <laughs> Troopers meets Terminator. Um, yeah. I've seen robots and aliens. Right? And the robots are... <laughs> robots are her. I mean, it is. it really is like a pop culture mashup right like on the robot world so you got a, you got a robot sector and you got a bug sector and they sort of in, encouraged everyone to go to the bug sector initially because the bug sector would be uh was part of like the weekly challenge you wanted to um liberate the two planets heath and some other planet that we're definitely not going to liberate in time and um yeah you wanted to liberate these two planets and and if you did, you'd get a shit ton of wreck, wreck points. Um, wreck points are part of the one of just one of the way too many currencies the game has. Uh, it's probably its biggest fault is that there are too many fucking currencies. Um, on the other hand, on the other side though, there's this whole fucking robot system. Uh, like like you go across to the other side of the fucking galaxy and you're fighting robots, and the robots are. On the bug side, on the on the alien side, it's it's all it's pure starship troopers, right? Like they spit acid. They have big, uh, nasty fucking claws. They look like bugs. Uh, you squash cockroach, and you're doing your part. Full blown starship troopers, unashamedly. If anything, right, like Power World esque, in its ripping off of starship troopers, right? Like someone should should probably check with legal ripping off starship troopers and then on the other side with the robots uh they're doing the same fucking thing with with anything robotic the fucking the robots the basic robots the grunt robots walk around with bright red eyes and full metal exos or exoskeletons yeah just skeletons just fucking bodies metal skeletons metal metal skeletons they look like arms they look like fucking Terminators. And then you've got some of them uh, on like two-legged walker things that look exactly like fucking ATSDs. And then like, yeah. it just you're just like, man, these motherfuckers are just ripping off from everywhere, aren't they? Like, But it doesn't fucking matter. Exactly like with Power World, it doesn't fucking matter because it's fun, right? And it just leads to like quick call-outs, right? Like uh, you call ATST, you call... Terminator, you call whatever, like Rocket Rocket Terminator, like or Rocket Guy or whatever, like but like at the end of the day it's just a, a visual language that allows you to convey information quickly and you need to be able to convey information quickly because the game very quickly ramps up in difficulty. And that's kind of at its essence, Helldivers two is a third person version of Helldivers, and Helldivers was a top-down, like, swarm game where you were probably going to die 
most missions out. You'd go in and the odds were overwhelming and you would use every tool at your disposal to try to not die and most of the time you would anyway. Uh, now it's just third person. And if it has a comparison point, it's like it's left for dead, right? Like it's it's any of those games where you and three mates get together and try to overcome impossible numbers to achieve whatever your goal is, which is dope, right? Like it's, I love, I love those kinds of games. And I think a lot of people do. Uh, it's, it's mm -hmm. one of those feelings that a lot of people chase uh, that, that original Left 4 Dead vibe, right? Like, and Left 4 Dead 2, although we never legally played it in this country, right, Luke? So I, I don't know. I, I don't think know. they'll have released it eventually. Yeah, right? they just patched it. Um, <laughs> yeah. We certainly never unpatched it, right? Um, but Left 4 Dead is probably the only game that I can think of like that is the gold standard that's the one that you have to meet that's what all of them are striving to reach right and i don't know like i don't i don't know that any game has ever really come uh all that close maybe deep rock galactic mm -hmm. uh but i'll get to the butt in a second uh or maybe there were moments where that World War Z game uh, kind yeah. of felt like it was it was almost there, and then it mm -hmm. was just sort of fall apart. It was like just the level design wasn't where it needed mm. to be. Um, Stuff like Payday as well. Payday was sort I guess of insane. Payday, yeah. But and Vermin was Vermintide. Vermintide, but I never really liked Vermintide. So, um, but yeah, for sure. It like it is it has been achieved for some people in some of those games. Um it just hasn't for me. Um so yeah, Helldivers 2 feels like it's getting pretty close. It's getting closer than a lot of other games except for Deep Rock Galactic and Held Hell Helldivers 2 has the same problem to me as Deep Rock Galactic, which is that the progression systems just seem anti-player, like anti my interest. You gotta get these samples and there are a bunch of different ways you can get fucked out of your samples. And um, yeah, you gotta like, I don't know, get your rec points up. You can only use a couple of these things cause you don't have enough rec points and like you can only buy a couple of these items and you don't know if they're any good until you bought them. And if you bought something, I bought the fucking mortar turret. I took it into one mission oh, yeah. and I was banned from bringing the mortar turret ever again. Cause it yeah, killed I think everyone. You killed like everyone like three <laughs> times. But it was so hands off. Like, and like every other turret, like, yeah, is like done in like fucking 40 seconds. Right. But this fucking mortar turret, that thing was killing us for fucking five minutes or something. It's like it would only fire if it could land something danger close. It would only start firing when the bugs, like, landed on top of us or some shit. And we were fucking, like, 1,500 fucking meters away from this fucking thing, and it's still fucking lasering in on you motherfuckers, taking you out. Inexplicably, it never killed me. 
It never killed me once. It knew somehow not to kill me. But yeah, you guys, it was just like, I don't give a fuck about them. Like, they're, they're not my dad. I don't give a fuck. Fuck them. They shouldn't have been standing next to bugs. Um, so yeah, I immediately got banned from reading that. But that was, that was, that's a lot of wreck points gone. That's a lot of fucking, I don't even know how you deploy that weapon in a way that isn't completely fucking useless, right? Just drop it and leave. Right? Like, just, yeah, like Come fucking. Come back in 10 minutes. And it's all cleaned out. You're like, all right, I guess that worked. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, but. Like, yeah, Deep Rock Galactic sort of felt the same way. Like, you just, there's there's all this progression stuff and you don't really understand it. And I don't know. Like, it's, it's not overwhelming. It's just sort of, like, dull. Like, I can, I can see what the purpose of this is and it is to slow down my progression right sure whereas in left for dead it was sort of like you will get as far as your fucking skill and wits will carry you and that's it end of fucking list right but you can't make a game like that these days you know um so i've 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 played for six five to six hours somewhere around about that steam tells me uh and i've not locked a single ship module upgrade yeah at this point Mm. i've got one uh, none of the rest of them, like, I don't know, you, like, this This is sort of what I'm talking about, right? Like, I've got one. It seemed like the most obvious one. It lowers the cooldown on my orbital shit. Um, to work out what I get next, it's not just, like, I gotta just sit on this screen and fucking read stuff for how I'm here to fucking shoot bugs. Right? I'm not fucking Neil Patrick Harris in this motherfucker. I'm goddamn Casper mm-hmm. Van Dam, right? Like, look, get me a fucking, get me out there. God damn it. Right? I'm Rico's Roughnecks. I'm not fucking trying to learn what the bugs are fucking here to do or some shit. I'm here to fucking shoot them. So stop making me read shit. God damn it. You goddamn nerds. Like, yeah, it's just fucking, it's frustrating, right? And it's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's the, that's the deep rock galactic part of it, right? Like, it's like, just get the fuck out of here with that. Just stop trying to stop me from having fun with this game, right? I'm not going to fucking analyze which of these is going to go best with my build so that I can maximize my ability to, I just fucking put me on the planet. And so I have, I, yeah. I basically store a bunch, like a milestone in my head. Last night I reached level 15, immediately unlocked the 500 kilo bomb and mm-hmm. the and the orbital laser. I had fuck tons of wreck points. I'd just been saving them. I did not at all look at what ship modules I should unlock to support either of those. I do not give a fuck, right? Like eventually... It will matter, but the other thing that's happening is to unlock ship modules. You're going to get these samples off planets and bring them back up with you, but we have been fucked out of so many goddamn samples. It's almost like the more samples you're carrying, the higher the risk of something going wrong with the game. And I don't mean the game gets harder. 
That would be kind of cool, like, if it dynamically altered, like, the fucking Left 4 Dead style director or something. It dynamically altered how many fucking uh, enemies or big bads it was going to throw at you because you had shitloads of samples because it had sort of upped the tension and upped the stakes. But that's not what's happening. I'm more talking about, I shared a, a video on my YouTube, uh, you can see it in our Discord, um, of, like, a scenario where we managed to just barely finish a mission uh it shouldn't have been as hard as it was uh but basically we ran we were running out of time on this mission uh and i think what what we think was happening was uh z doctor had brought a uh emp mortar gun and so it didn't do direct damage but it does stun and every time any bug hole would open, which is like we were on one of those missions where you just got to kill like 250 bugs and then like that's it. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. The, it's, but you got 10 minutes to do it or you're fucked, right? And it shouldn't be a problem because most of the time in those missions, two are like 2,000 fucking bugs show up. So the bigger problem is living long enough uh, to get on the fucking ship, right? But in this case, like... It was down to the wire. We had like fucking 15 seconds left when we were killing our last bug because this EMP thing was stunning these bug holes and they just weren't fucking spawning, um, which is interesting. Um, worth worth like banking away in the old knowledge bank, but uh, also, yeah, nearly bonus. So right at the end, Z-Doctor gets killed by my orbital strike through no fault of my own. And uh, the dropship's coming in. I go pick up the samples that Z had gotten. And our dropship then flips on its head. Oh, and yeah, so we yeah. can't get in it anymore. Right? But Z does for some reason. I guess he just climbs up the back. A second <laughs> dropship comes in. We get on the second dropship. When we get back up top... Right, it counts that we didn't lose... So we get the XP bonus for not losing any soldiers, but it does not count any of the samples that I had picked up. It only counts what Z had on his his body because only his ship was registered as leaving the planet or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. So we got fucked out of a bunch of fucking samples on that one. That was fucking infuriating. And that, like, you know, at other times, the game will just fucking crash for... I think earlier today it crashed on me while I had all the samples and uh, my body fell through the world and took all the samples with it, mm. right? Or everyone will crash. All four of us will fucking crash and we won't get anything and all the samples will be gone. And it's just turned it into this fucking, these currencies that I just think that there's three of them, right? But I'm not keeping track of that shit. I don't give a fuck about all that stuff, man. Like, it's just not worth it. But I hate that I've, been, I've spent all this time talking about the samples because it's, it's like, it, yeah, I like Helldivers 2 far more than I don't like its stupid fucking progression systems. It's fucking f so good. They, there's all these little things that they have absolutely nailed. All these like, just like tiny, tiny things that I think should just be fucking mandatory. Like the, the, I'm just marveling at the idea that more games don't blow players onto their asses with explosions. 
that should just be an absolute fucking like the the scene of fucking Tom Cruise getting exploded sideways is iconic. One of my all-time like jaw-dropping moments in DayZ, the mod was uh when a helicopter crashed near us and we all got like thrown back onto the ground. Um and in this the amount of times you like just get absolutely fucking punted off a ledge or something because you're too close to the blast of a fucking explosion and you don't take any damage until of course you land uh at the bottom of whatever fucking thing you were standing on top of like it's so good the back blast of rocket launchers knocks people over that's fucking hilarious that's what jung does to me in the video clip that i shared uh, hmm. back blasts me and because i'm holding on to my all strike uh when you get knocked on your ass you drop whatever's in your hand i drop the fucking orbital strike on the spot um yeah absolute comedy the diving mechanic where like you've got like the full uh like the body like holds its position so you aim wherever you're like looking but if like if you go prone uh, normally you'd be lying on your front and in a lot of games you just sort of like turn around in a circle, right? Like while still on your front. But in this, you do the whole roll over thing. So you're, you know, you're on your side, you're rolled over in your back, you're, you're doing all that kind of stuff. It just, it just winds up making things feel that much more fucking epic because you'll be, I'll, I'll be like getting hunt, chased down by like a stalker, an invisible fucking uh, bug and I can see its outline and I start like shooting into it and I can see that it's getting close enough and right when it's about to strike it sort of like rears up it goes to, goes to do its strike and I just hit like alt and I'll dive backwards still fucking shooting like a fucking Hong Kong action movie like that shit's fucking sick like it just there's it's all the really little things that it's doing on a moment to moment basis that, that feel really fucking cool the the first time you do uh one of your you one of the things like so you got weapons uh you can have up to three by default you've got two uh a main weapon and a sidearm if you're down to your sidearm you're either carrying a hard drive or you're in a bad way uh your main weapon they're all fairly equal but the current uh opinion the current meta is to take the automatic shotgun um, and just use that because it does the most damage most consistently. Uh, I'm using the. Why can't you beat me then during the stats screen? I, 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 you are nuts, mate. I am <laughs> You've never. No one's beaten me yet. No one has beaten me. I, I literally, the first game I played, I minced two guys in kills. Yeah, what? <laughs> and then what? that was it. What stratagems? What stratagems do you bring? Me? Yeah. I don't know. Not nothing. <laughs> Lies. The basic shit. Lies. He keeps he keeps bringing his fucking machine gun, and he just lies there the entire game, like fucking shooting little tiny bugs. <laughs> we'll we'll be there'll be th the other three of us will be taking on a fucking skyscraper fucking praying mantis. And Luke will be, like, just fucking machine gunning these tiny little fucking cockroaches <laughs> on the ground. 
And then at the end of the mission, it'll be like, Luke killed 400. Job killed 350. And Luke will be like, nah, it's too it's too easy. Too it's too easy to slap you guys. And we're like, you didn't even help. You didn't even help with the fucking big boss. I'm always helping them. Fucking. I'm always punting them. Um, so stratagems is the other factor yeah. in the mix. You can call down a tertiary weapon, your third weapon, uh, in Luke's case, the machine gun, or what's the other one? The starts with an S. There's like a rail gun that I've been using. Oh uh, yeah, you can't use that anymore. They got that was like a special limited time uh, thing. It was fucking Weird. dope. You unlock it at level twenty. Uh, yeah, it's too, it's it's crazy powerful. Um, that that is great. Jung worked out this thing because Jung's reached level twenty. Jung worked out you can. So if you hold down R uh, on any weapon, you get like all these options. Yeah, scopes and. If you hold it like down that. on the railgun, you can go to safe or unsafe mode. And if you switch to sa unsafe mode, you can charge it up to do double damage. Hmm. Yeah. But if you tick one like second past double damage, it explodes and kills you. Uh, that's pretty amazing. I uh, I appreciate that kind of thing. So you got these stratagems. Tertiary weapons, railgun, machine guns, sniper rifle, uh, rocket launchers, grenade launchers, etc., etc. Um, yeah, most of the time I bring in uh, the machine gun, the stalwarts. The stalwarts is the uh, machine gun that I bring in, not the default one. You can reload it without having to stop moving. Uh, but the auto cannon is a fucking beast. The rail cannon, uh, railgun's fucking ridiculous. Um, and then from there you go and you've got like backpacks. You can have, there's a backpack that a lot of people have that like you hold extra ammo for people and you just give people ammo. That's fucking dope. Uh, you, if you press five on your keyboard, you can use ammo from your own pack, which is awesome. I have a jump, uh, jump pack, like a, the ability to like, like a shit jetpack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really really poor jetpack but it did save our asses in that one mission because i just sort of perched myself on top of a fucking mountain and kept fucking resin you guys that was fucking dope um so yeah go to the jetpack uh what else is there you get like support for some of these weapons like uh the autocannon and the recoilless rifle you put this backpack on and uh that's how you reload. But if someone else puts their backpack on, they can reload you, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, so you got like a bit of co-op uh, like co action going on there. Um, and then like, oh, and then there's turrets, uh, mm -hmm. a wide array of turrets, machine gun, galling, uh, mortar, EMP mortar. And I've got the auto cannon turret now, um, which is still prone to friendly fire incidences, but less prone than the mortar. And then you've got your uh, airstrike type things. Uh, you've got like the eagles. They can fly in with a bunch of different ordnance. Uh, the one I'm not allowed to use, but I keep using it anyway, is the cluster bomb. Um, it just like fucking sprays in a horizontal line and explodes everywhere. Uh, that is fucking dope. Um, I love watching it. And every other eagle attack is an escalation from there. There's like a napalm strike. 
a uh, 110 pound bomb strike and uh, the main event is the 500 kilo bomb which is fucking amazing it just it flies in it fucks everything up uh huge area effects whenever you drop it you have to tell everyone to start running away because it, it has a blast that's larger than your default fucking throwing distance um so it will kill you if you just throw it and stand there um or at least it'll knock you on your ass um and then yeah there's the orbital stuff right which is the next tier up your uh your ship is in low orbit and can do some orbital attacks so yep. the, a laser a just a fucking a single shell into the ground that explodes with kinetic damage a bunch of different uh variations on that um and yeah like you just wind up with a lot of different options and you could sort of like craft a play style out of that the weapons because the weapons are all pretty much the same and everyone's got the same weapon uh essentially yeah you like there's not really much of a way to to create a style but by mixing and matching these stratagems then there you're able to like yeah i get my my jetpack and i get like my if i could, if i had the railgun uh when i had the railgun i got the jetpack and the railgun i just go perch up on top of a fucking mountain and shoot thing uh, like shoot the big bad dudes get them like running towards me get their aggro so you guys were all able to fucking like everyone else could sort of just do damage to them from behind and stuff like that that kind of stuff uh i don't use the jetpack as much anymore like it's that's where the game is at its its best uh because you're making meaningful choices, right? Like, you make this, these choices before you actually drop in. Um, so you can pick four. And that is how you are going to play that mission. Right? If you don't bring the jetpack, you're not going to be perching up on top of a mountain. If you do bring the jetpack, that's an option. But you're not going to be able to put a backpack on for your auto cannon or your recoilless rifle or anything like that someone else is going to have to do that for you that kind of thing and yeah it's just a it's a really clever way to put it together and i think they've fucking nailed it um because yeah everyone everyone has their own identity you know like fucking nate is always running around with his fucking supply backpack on like he's always got his fucking machine gun out and drew is I don't know what Drew's doing. Drew actually That's anything I could bring with me. I, I haven't unlocked anything. Yeah, else. <laughs> unlocked anything. Yeah. Um, Drew was actually mixing mixing things up a fair amount. Drew was rolling with whatever he most recently unlocked, like me. Uh, but yeah, deploying it in manners that didn't get us all killed. Drew was like somehow picking the stuff that wasn't useless, and I was picking all the stuff that was useless uh every single time so that's how that was going uh but yeah we're playing with uh z doctor and junglist and like yeah like z doctor's like level 26 or something he's unlocked everything right or like everything he wants uh so he can pick he can bring whatever the fuck he wants and usually we just go with like when when the three like 
because Jung had the laser, I had the laser, and Z had the laser. So we had like fucking three lasers going at one point. That's just fucking dangerous. So laser follows the, like it will track and find the largest target. But with three of them out on the field, the largest target dies really fast. And then the three lasers just start marching across the fucking battlefield, trying to find the next biggest fucking thing. And it turns into like, uh, you got to fucking dodge these goddamn lasers. Uh, yeah, you fucked up type thing, which mm -hmm. is awesome, right? Like that's, that's at the end of the day, that's what it does so well. What, what Helldivers does, 2 does so well is, is it just capitalizes on risk versus reward in a way that just, I haven't seen games do very often. It's so easy to categorically fuck yourself and have to hamstring yourself to dig your way out of the hole that you're now in. You know, like you have to, now you can't use any of those tools that you brought because they're all gonna get you killed. Uh, and so you gotta do it with your, your worst fucking shit. And if you make it out, then you make it out and that's fucking sick. Yeah, I um I, I like how they and this is a continuation from all the other stuff they've sort of made, but the the calling in your support sort of uh your utilities and that sort of thing. Like mm. you, you have to input codes into the game. Oh yeah. Um, so it's like it's almost like a DDR or um in, inputting like a cheat code, Konami code. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you you kind of like press a button and then you've got a list of all your call downs that you can do and each one has a button combination using like your directional keys yep. and so it, it could be like supplies like down down upright or some shit like that so if you want a supply drop you've got to type that in really quickly while you're running around in the game or if you want to like call down an orbital strike it could be like a six seven button combination so you're like trying to defend yourself while when you're not familiar with the game also looking at like the the button combination you need to press and like quickly type that in uh in order to like pull your grenade out and so i think that's a really interesting way of of doing it because it's not like stuck to a radio wheel and you're just like pressing the button or like hitting why and then just being like i'm gonna throw that thing there you're actually yeah. actively having to do something from mm -hmm. a gameplay standpoint and that's obviously an extension from like um helldivers one but like even going further back to their past games with like magicka yep. and how they use the spell system in that and like oh you need to combine fire and water by pressing uh you know w and r and like a certain combination yep. and that'll give you like some other spell like it's not exactly one-to-one -one, but you can sort of see that uh connection that is that is there from those past games and i think that it just that small choice adds like such a extra bit of um almost like uh i don't know like like you've got to be on your toes the entire time it, it adds a bit more attention or rather than like just having to press a button you're now actually having to press like six buttons in quick succession while making sure there's nothing around you attack attacking you yep. or trying to do that quick enough where you can get away with it and pull a grenade out and continue doing what you're doing so um i just think it's really smart that sort of interactivity on top of white like just your normal 
shooting com- your, your combat. Um, it's a there's a it, layer of skill challenge there too, you know. Like and yeah. when you get to a point where you, uh, where it is muscle memory, it. like that feels really good, right? Because yeah, you don't have to worry. You like you know I I can muscle memory in my way to my uh, my eagle cluster bomb. I do yeah. that automatically now. I don't even need the fucking to look at the keys, right? Uh, mm. Which it's like a fighting same, game. It's like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it also means that, like, like in a fighting game, right now, I if, if I switch to a different character or if I switch to a different stratagem, yeah, you gotta learn. Then that. I I have to learn a new fucking combo. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do I throw a fireball now? Yeah, the, exactly. Um. In, in like saying that I I don't I'm not I'm not completely on board with the shooting in the game I oh. it, it's too sluggy for me I just don't like how slow it is um, it, it, it feels like they've gone for a game that is not an action shooter instead it, it behaves like a um, like an armor like an armor right. like a military shooter yep. and I just don't understand that connection that's there are you firing um, are you shooting in first person or in third predominantly first person yeah right because i felt the same way until i switched the settings so that i would always go to first person when i aimed. yeah uh, i accidentally found first first person when i was learning to play the game like the first <laughs> mission and yeah. i was like oh okay this is how i'm playing that yeah. but even that is just like it's too like it's too slow like it's right. your movement is not one to one it's very like slow and like oh, i've got to swing my gun around and that's because in the third person mode that's sort of how it works so yeah. they're trying to replicate that feeling um and it feels like they changed something really early on one of the days to like slow the weapons down even more because oh, really? i came back a couple of days later and I, or, or like the next day i was like this feels even slower than it was like yesterday after they patched it because they did do a patch and then roll back at one point um right. and i thought oh maybe they've like tried to do some balance stuff for some of these weapons but um i just don't like i just don't get why it's like that yeah <laughs> like they they sh- i feel like they should be trying to speed it up like make it quicker they're clearly going after a certain audience right they're going for that first person shooter audience yeah a- and the people that are playing games like armor or those like hardcore military sims um or maybe this is even like uh i guess it's um the the recent like uh, extraction games so it could be from some of that sort of stuff where they've yeah. taken the idea but i think i it's just faster. don't see it. it's definitely faster that like you're not as uh handcuffed to your player's momentum as you are in in armor and stuff you do have more mobility than armor yeah. i haven't played tarkov in a year um i think i feel like i feel like it's i can see what you're saying i think it's not that bad you know like i think it's when you're good at shooters like me job you kind of all right you, you notice sounds them a lot. like you might not be i should be getting double the amount of kills i'm getting right now <laughs> oh my god my problem is i can't move quick enough and i'm like i want to move quicker <laughs> and the, i'm being held back <laughs> um yeah i just i don't know it just doesn't feel as responsive to me as what it should be for the type of gameplay right. they're sort of going for um 
but like apart from that uh the like it doesn't run particularly great as well i know they're trying to address oh, that no. i i think that's been like outside of the fucking the crashing issue i think that's been fixed right they did i've so i haven't played it since tuesday i think uh maybe it's monday because yeah. on monday i think they rolled out a i tried to play it on monday with the guys and we couldn't we just couldn't play it like wouldn't right the servers were at capacity they ended up oh yeah putting a patch out they had to roll back the patch because like it just fucked the game completely yep. um it, people were crashing and so they, maybe they fixed it at that point um but yeah it's still like performance wise it's not it's all over the place at this point and it seems to be the reading that i'm doing is pretty consistent everybody's sort of complaining about it at this stage um so but maybe they fixed it but anyway uh so there's just bits and pieces like obviously they didn't they didn't know and that's the thing about live service games or just games in general that use like online connectivity yeah it's it's super hard to keep those things up and running especially when you're you know 100 and what do they launch on like a hundred and something thousand yeah players like at, and at, yeah and it at peaked once, at like right? 200 yeah 200 concurrent last night so it's still increasing and like that's huge to give you an idea suicide squad peaked at like thirteen thousand players like suicide squad yeah <laughs> uh right and so oof. um obviously yeah. they've done really well for themselves um but i don't like it that sort of stuff is so hard to predict um and then also like having them spin up new servers and all that. obviously they've got like thankfully playstation backing them for this one um but imagine if these guys were like still like they are an indie studio but yep. if they were like an indie publisher they just kind of put it out and it sort of got the traction that it did they'd probably be in a lot more trouble but um yeah it's done really well for them which is which is really cool because obviously we've talked about that first game and we really enjoyed it yep. um i think that like sort of you said i, I think we're on the same page i i'm having fun with it it's but there are definitely glaring issues that i can see um that i hope they get around to fixing i don't like the um the battle pass system uh the, the pay to win stuff that's in there i think is fucked or egregious um i don't know about I, egregious i don't like if you're if you're giving players guns or weapons in a in a battle pass i don't i'm out straight away i'm just like fuck that that's i agree that's on that not good uh but you can earn the currency required to to buy the premium track by playing the other the the game normally yeah is the only thing but i mean they do that now and then they start tweaking it and that's gonna that's what i was gonna say you know what i mean all of a sudden you yeah i don't love it um but it's current implementation is not the worst uh i do think uh, i have seen some people railing against the idea that it's pay to win i guess it comes down to your definition of pay to win uh my definition and i'm pretty sure your definition is if it conveys advantage to players uh if to players who have paid money then it's pay to win so that's what held i unlocked i unlocked a gun straight away using that premium currency that i got given yeah uh 
it had like explosive rounds or some shit. And I was like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I just don't like weapons in and you start with in that, premium uh, tiers. That armor. You start with the the premium. Oh armor yeah, as it well. gave us perks. That yeah, stuff. Yeah. I'm sort of like it's a pre order bonus. I don't yep. think pay. I, I don't think that like um, gameplay stuff should be in there, but. At this you point, can like earn that armor external, like you can earn mm. it in the, the normal path and stuff like that, right? Like that, I still think that's technically pay to win uh, because you pay money and you gain an advantage. Yep. However, well, you gain a gameplay advantage. Yeah, you gain a gameplay advantage. However, there are mitigating elements here. It's co-op only um so it's not like you're taking that advantage to hurt other people or versus other people oh, depends who you're playing with yeah yeah, 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 yeah. you stepped into that I one say, i said versus <laughs> damn <it>. um <laughs> um yeah it's not like it's so but so there's that and also yeah you can earn all of this stuff uh without having to pay extra money it just takes you longer so you are sort of just getting uh a little bit faster but Nevertheless, uh, I do not. I do not think it is a great system, um, but it could be a lot worse. I guess is what I'm getting at. Could be so so much worse. Yeah. 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 Yep. All right. Um, anything else you want to add, or is that pretty much it for the moment? I guess we'll keep an eye out. Yeah. Um, um, I'm gonna keep playing it. I. I've been enjoying it uh yeah it seems like they fixed or they changed something because that there was like a ceiling on uh over the weekend where like nobody could get in or pe obviously people could get in um but it was sort of capped at like 150,000 concurrence right and then like the servers started falling over yep. uh, and it seems like they've gotten to a better place the last two days mm. um but yeah, we'll sort of see how they go and, and what they do for support and patching and balancing. So they haven't really done, as far as I could tell any of that yet, it's been uh, technical stuff. But it did feel to me like they changed something in the weapons the other day. So I, I don't know, maybe they're tweaking stuff behind the scenes and just not say anything, but I have to wait and see. All right, that's um, Helldivers 2. It is actually a... Um, it's not a full-priced game, I guess. It's a, a little bit cheaper. Yep. Um, like 60 Australian-ish. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I recommend uh, having a look. It's a lot of fun. Oh, if you've got... If you've got Maze to play with, you could do a lot worse than this game. It is fucking fantastic. Uh, if you don't have Maze to play with, uh, jump in to our Discord. You might be able to get in our four stack but uh you can also play solo limited. yeah you can play solo you can you can team up with the randos but that is uh its own little crapshoot i've done it a couple of times it's sometimes it's good one time i did it i was the fucking i was the the terror i jumped into this game <laughs> and none of my like combos were correct like it had the uh, stratagem like combo list and when I would put them in, I would call in something else and man, like I landed on this planet, called in my uh, jetpack 
and immediately like cluster bombed my entire team and I'm like I don't think I fucked that up and then I tried to to do a cluster bomb later I somehow wasn't immediately kicked uh tried to do a cluster bomb later and I threw my jetpack into the middle of a fucking nest it was pretty good but yeah uh it's a it's a crapshoot it's absolute crapshoot yeah yeah hmm. all right well uh there you go we'll probably talk about that more uh in the coming weeks as we keep playing Ish. and uh that is the games for this week let's get on to some news the big stories uh kicking things off with um disney has invested 1.5 billion us dollars for a stake in epic games um they basically talked about how like they have um you know video games has been a such a big medium for quite a while yep. disney's obviously heavily invested in entertainment um and they've started doing a bit more in terms of gaming recently they were they were doing quite a lot like a decade ago yep. and very much sort of pulled back from there um when they had like their own studios and remember like was it, was it disney infinity was that what it was called yeah uh like that thing just absolutely took off um yeah just spawned so many uh different uh little collectibles and that sort of stuff um but yeah teaming up with with epic on this one um they've had a pretty good collaboration i guess with fortnite for quite a while a lot of the uh marvel cinematic characters have shown up in in that game for a while um but yeah we don't really know at this point what that's going to entail this mm. this collaboration um but i guess we'll have to wait and see it seems like they'll probably kick things off with fortnite content to begin with it could be like themed events or stuff around around that or um maybe epic stops i don't know doing other things uh yeah like it we probably won't see anything come of it for a little while but um hmm. uh, it's 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 interesting that they they're going in that direction right like i think uh the big entertainment companies did uh make some moves into video games and then they sort of but they were very tentative and this uh 1.5 billy is uh not a very tentative move you know like this is a pretty big stake to purchase sure. so yeah 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 you look at i mean we've seen studios get bought for three billion dollars yeah, yeah exactly. stuff like that yeah. um but obviously like disney's sort of especially the marvel properties they've gotten a lot more into games the last couple of years especially after the success of like marvel spider-man um and then trying to do things with say like guardians of the galaxy and splitting off a lot of like who's in charge they've sort of seemed to like reel it back the last couple of years once um you know once some of the other games that sort of came out weren't as well received like that avengers uh game mm. but yeah they've got other things in the, the pipeline like this um uh wolverine game that insomniac's working on there's that uh daredevil is it daredevil game that that is rumored to be in the mix yeah. um there is like uh the black panther and captain america games that are being made you've got the blade game that's in the works like uh, it seems like disney's maybe starting to make a move into other properties especially considering like their video uh, their i guess video stuff 
um, movies and TV sort of starting to hit a bit of a speed bump right now. Yeah. Um, anyway. Well, that's what it is, right? Like, they've seen that in video games, story doesn't matter, right? Gamers do not give a fuck about a coherent story. We've shown it time <laughs> and time again by continuously buying the games of Hideo Kojima. Yeah. Uh, you know, Alan Wake 2 won Game of the Year and stuff. So, like, evidently, <laughs> story doesn't matter. That's what's important. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So yeah, I think like you said, it'll um, it'll maybe uh, yeah, play out in a couple of years. We'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. Next up, we've got Subnautica two. Um, some info on this. This came out through uh, like an investment meeting. Um, basically, uh, the thing that we have been begging owned for. Owned by Crafton, I guess. Uh, for that context element, um, the yep. the team natural. Uh, what are they called? Uh, unknown worlds. Uh, yeah, they're new, still a New Zealand studio. I don't well, they know. Just global at this point. I don't know. Because uh, they recently had that fucking Brando Sando game, right? It says here San Francisco. I thought they were in New Zealand. Am I thinking someone else? No, I think they were, I'm pretty sure they were originally based out of New Zealand. Uh, Charlie, I can't remember his last name, it starts with a C, um, but was very pleased to talk to me at E3. Charlie Cleveland. Making, Cleveland, yeah, when they were making the first, uh, Natural Selection and, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah, I caught up with him because I was a fan of Natural Selection on the servers, and I was like, oh, you got to tell me about this Subnautica. This was at 83. And he was just ex- stoked to be talking to someone from down under. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a rarity. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I think they were a global studio, you yeah. know, but I think they moved over. Wikipedia says they were bought by Crafton in 2000 and, uh, t- sorry, 2021. And they're based in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this this info came from an investment meeting uh, that said like, "Hey, Subnautica Two is in the works, um, uh, and it's a it's going to be a four player co op game." Um, and that was there was some other stuff in there that like referenced gas game like gas stuff, and people got a bit upset with that. But then developers came out and like sort of clarified that you know it's there's no none of that sort of stuff in there. It's just the sort of terms that uh, was put I was in. Was referring that, uh, to document. the idea that they would need it's to an have ongoing game. servers and stuff for the co-op and stuff. yeah yeah patches yeah. and things yeah. like that yeah um anyway uh yeah uh, that like ever since we started playing the first of nautica and below zero it was like we need co-op yeah. in that game and thankfully it's now at a point where that'll be uh in there from the get-go it sounds hopefully the get-go because uh, that's a really fun um world to explore and i still want to get back to that below zero and play it in co-op because I did think that would be really fun. Did that, did that mod ever update? I looked at it recently and they're still updating it. All right, cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, because I did not find Below Zero anywhere near as uh, self-contained interesting Yeah, <laughs> as the first yeah. game. But um, yeah, it had a lot of potential for co-op. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the last piece of news here, we've got Xbox. Uh, we talked about this a little bit last week. There were rumors flying around that uh, Xbox is looking into change up their business plans. Um, Phil Spencer then went on to say that they'll have something this week. It's going to be a podcast format. 
Uh, and then some clarification went around because there, there was some speculation slash rumors floating that like they were going to be sort of discontinuing console making like xbox is stepping out of consoles uh, going full streaming um but uh phil spencer went out and did a uh, like a town hall internally and one of the points was like we're not ditching consoles we're, we're sticking with them for the time being so uh that's one small bit of news we'll probably hear about in this next uh business meeting it's gonna be a podcast format they're trying to steal our thunder um <laughs> <laughs> and but it seems like the type of thing where as a way to convey this information rather than have it be a 30 minute presentation on a, a you know someone standing in front of a screen yep. maybe it's a better to have it as a conversation that goes for like 30 minutes to an hour talking about you know all the things that have happened recently in relation to acquisitions or hopefully they address the layoffs and things like that yep. and then whatever is happening with game pass and third party or, or, or sorry first party games going to you know other consoles like the playstation or nintendo and what that'll mean for the future uh, and clear some of that up so it seems like a better way to just have a chat as yeah. opposed to just like here's a presentation and just maybe losing people yep so yep anyway we'll probably find out more so that is on friday um it sounds like yeah so we'll talk about that next week cool and that is the news for this week um did we have any questions at all that we can ramble on about let's have a look i don't think we do i don't think so i don't think so luke no we do not that's fine that's fine um <laughs> oh we didn't talk about that i forgot to mention it let's talk about it now we uh, you and i went to the uh, skull and bones launch event um it was a lot of fun we played some some dominoes while we were there right uh we made up our own rule made up our own rule for dominoes <laughs> uh I slapped both of you it was it was wild uh you got out to a really early start and clearly what needed to happen were me and nate Needed to team up, team up just to beat you, but we split. We split the uh, the winnings, and we could never catch you up. So uh, yeah, a uh, very simple dominoes game. Uh, how'd it go? You had to like call odds, odds are evens. Odds and evens, and flip a domino. You had you had your you had your domino. You'd pick up your domino from your pile, and you call odds and evens, and you'd put it down, and whatever it added up to. Uh, whoever called odds or evens. If it was odd, if like the total was odd, then the person who called odds would get it. And that's that was it. That was literally all there was to it. Um, and Luke was uncanny at picking every time, every single time. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we had to do fetch quests or just quests in order to. It's the hardest I've ever worked for a drink in a event, right? right? To be honest, bananas. <laughs> you went, you you got to the bar, you got to the front of the bar, and, and like found out that you couldn't get a drink without like some some coins. coins. Yeah. yeah, I was waiting like twenty minutes in this line. He comes back after twenty minutes with like fucking a beer, and we're like, "There's how did, how did it take you that long to get a beer?" We we're standing there with like two beers each because like the beers walked past us. 
Uh, and yeah. And we're like, how did it take you that long to get a fucking beer? And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, they get a coin or something. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And we found out there's a guy rolling around handing out coins. And he made us, what do we do? We danced. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did the Titanic dance. That was dangerous. <laughs> uh, some people very nearly got hurt on that. Not yep. us, but other people. Um, what else? Got my my fortune read. Yeah. The cards. Uh, and then we were telling people's fortunes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people were giving us coins at that point. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, yeah. It was a pretty good evening. I, uh, yeah. I had fun. I had the worst hangover the next day. I don't think I can drink 50 lashes anymore. I just can't do it. Right, yeah. I, t- I think it just fucks me up. Something about it. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. I'm not even um, allergic to beer, so well, I was gonna say I can't imagine how it made you felt, but you probably didn't. I was fine. Yeah, yeah. Classic Luke. Easy, easy. I, uh, yeah, I think I went and got some macas afterwards. Smart. It was good. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they had a big pirate ship there. Oh, that was well. pretty cool. Yeah. 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 It's a big. Some big lanterns. Ship. They had lan- lanterns. Yeah, they had a couple lanterns. I don't know where they went. Um, uh, sort yeah, of like. Yeah. We sure don't know. When we were getting in the Uber, uh, our Uber driver was like, um, are you going to light my car on fire? And we're like, oh, no, they're just LEDs. And so I still have my lantern. I don't know how to turn it off. And I have uh, an eye patch, which I thought was going to be helpful. Uh, I don't recall. And uh, I thought it was going to be helpful earlier this week when I, you know, half blinded myself I was like well that is fortunate like karmic really uh, but uh, it's kind of it's a bit too small for my eye was the fortune teller like hey you're gonna need this later <laughs> just like slide it across the table to you I was like what the fuck are you talking fuck? about lady um, I'll tell you what have you have you tried doing things with only one eye Recently? No. no. Dude, it's hard. It is hard. Depth perception is important, Luke. Fucking hell. You have no idea until you don't have it. And then you're like, wow. Wish I had depth perception. Uh, anyway. anyway uh, yeah. Good times. Good, fun. good times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nate's in a photo. Or half a Nate is half in a photo. Nate is in a photo. We didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah, any. In any of them, they just deleted all of them. Yep. And well, we can have handsome. half a night. Yeah. Too handsome, they were saying. I wore my bird shirt because I had a parrot on my shoulder. Yep. And I'm like, this is going to win me a fucking. Oh, this is going to win me a dress like a pirate. Combat. Yeah. And then we got in there. And oh my God, people went yeah. all out. Mm. People went ham on that shit. Um, yeah. Anyway. Best dressed media pirate. Yeah. I think I had it. There you go. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, there you go. Um, anything you want to get, you want to plug or give a shout out to? 
for this uh, week? Yeah, head to joejojo.com or Royal Road and uh, Chapter 2 of Blackbird will be going up uh, this week. Uh, and so on for the next nine weeks? Six years. Six. It's an ongoing, it's like worm. It's just new chapters forever. The story never ends. No, this is this is contained. Uh, but yeah, for the next bunch of weeks. Um, yeah. Uh, what about you, Lukey? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Uh, really, I haven't really finished. I'm sort of in between like shows right now, oh, yeah. and so everything that I'm watching is sort of I'm just starting it. I've not really finished anything. Yeah. That I would recommend or movies. I don't know. I, don't I would half recommend, recommend <laughs> True Detective season four. Have uh, you watched that? Yeah. No, because we just started. We just started um, Fargo, and oh, yeah, you don't want to be watching. Things. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. I'm watching True Detective Season 4 for Jodie Foster and she's sure. fantastic and the mm. overall story is fantastic and the cinematography is pretty great mm -hmm. and the music choices are pretty bad and a lot of the other acting is pretty bad and I'm like, wow. I can't only half like this show. <laughs> But I like it more than I like the last two seasons, so uh, it's a net win so far. I mean, last yeah. season, season three had Mahershala Ali, and he couldn't save that shit, so, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Did you ever get into Fargo? No, I, I think we watched the, no, half of the first season. And then there was like a break or something when it was coming oh, okay. out, and I stopped watching and then just never picked it back up again. Yeah. So, yeah. They're all pretty good. Last season's not all right. pretty average. Yeah, right. This season's pretty good so far. Okay. Um, all right. Well, there you go. There's our plugs. Um, and that nice. is the show. You can find us on iTunes, Android, all the places you get your podcast from uh, under the Gap or the GA podcast. If you have a moment, please rate and review us. Helps other people find us on those platforms. Uh, you can go to our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. You can jump in there and talk about uh, fantasy critically you can eavesdrop into that oh, yeah. uh, video games movies podcasts cooking all sorts of things happening in there our I got reigning a champ in the fantasy critic Clebby yeah is off to a world class terrible start yeah yeah. I get um, I get like I don't know what it is but I'll like open up my phone in the morning or like in the around lunchtime or something and I'll get a notification on my phone like discord channel the gap and it gives you like an, a, a very short, like, here's what's happening in there. Like people are chatting oh, about yeah. yep. And it'll be like Sydney housing crisis or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is going yeah. on? And yeah. I open up my phone and there's like 80 messages about yeah. rent. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Today it said something about like Telstra contracts, Telstra oh. phone contracts or something. All right. That's not <laughs> entirely accurate. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Sydney housing crisis is because I got a notice to fucking vacate my place. I have to move out. Right. Which is yeah. just fantastic. I love love looking at new places. It's been yep. it's been great. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Um, so, you, know, you jump on a Discord, you can play video games as well. We've got uh, people playing 
um, hell divers right now. Um, usually, I don't know. Like, I think I looked last night. There's still people playing at like midnight. Yeah. Um, yeah. Still a team in there. It's going. very. You get you lose time in it, right? Like, because mission a mission's like forty minutes long, and you, mm. like I've definitely looked at the time, gone. Oh yeah, okay, I can do one more mission. Uh thinking we'll bang we can, out in 10 minutes yeah we can knock this out in like yeah 10 and then yeah it'll be like you have two minutes to get to the drop ship soldier and you're like what the fuck has happened yeah <laughs> yeah um so yeah jumping on a discord page you can get our website thegapodcast.com it's got links to all of our uh past episodes of the show anything else we have put up there and uh links to everything else we do and that is all thanks to our patreon members if you want to help support the show you can go to patreon.com slash the ga podcast and become a uh, member on there get the podcast a little bit earlier um and it helps us pay uh the internet bills on the website so thank you everyone we appreciate the support um thank you so much and yeah that is the show for this week um next week i don't really know i haven't had a chance to look what is out in the gaming space next week at all um, is there anything coming out that's big i'm trying to get a code for pacific drive right uh so yeah maybe that uh, i believe bellatro hits version 1.0 which is that fucking card game Blat. that i absolutely fucking adored black 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 yeah uh, i guess skull and bones is out as well I don't care. I'm bringing yeah. that back. Uh, all right. So that's, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, next week. So anyway, there you go. That is the podcast this week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And stay safe. Look after yourselves. We'll catch you next week. Love you. Bye.